I'm Becky Hennessy. This is The Path of Imperfection, Episode 29, Agreements Instead of Expectations. Welcome, traveler. The Path of Imperfection is all about talking through the stuff and uncovering the what's and how's so that we can embrace ourselves and each other as human, one imperfect step at a time. This is a podcast for anybody with the courage to try. Happy holidays, everybody. If I'm timing this right, next week is Christmas. And I could not be timing it right. My Halloween and Thanksgiving, I think we're way off. (laughs) But if I am, next week is Christmas. The older I get, the faster the holidays seem to go by. I remember being young and feeling like from Thanksgiving to Christmas took like 23 years. Now it just seems like I'm putting up the tree and it's time to take it down. I have a new website that I am really excited about. And today is the first day that I'm going to announce that website on the podcast. My team has knocked it out of the park with this website. I'm so excited to share it with you. The new website is beckyhennessy.com, B-E-C-K-I-E, Hennessy, H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y.com, beckyhennessy.com. Go there, my friends. Check it out. Check out the dot-to-dot project. You can see my mug on there. I am so excited for all of it, really. My ebook is free for about another week. Then it's off the internet completely and hopefully moving towards being published. So get your free copy now. The published copy will have some additions, some cool things added. But right now, you can get the meat and potatoes of the book, absolutely no cost to you. So go to my new website, beckyhennessy.com, and it is on there. Download it so that you can have access to it. I am traveling into choppy waters today, my friends. Waters that I honestly have gotten some heat for. I've gotten some pushback and a lot of silent head shakes as I talk about what we're going to talk about today. And you know what? I can sincerely say that I'm grateful for all of that. I'm grateful for the disagreements or the discussions because those actually help me become more solidified in things and also help me figure out how to navigate the waters differently or word things differently. So I appreciate that dialogue back and forth. Today, we are going to talk about the difference between expectations and agreements. Now, I am a newbie in this space. I'm a baby here. It's only something that I've had the dots connect with in the last few months for me, being completely transparent. Hearing about expectations versus agreements, it kind of blew my mind a little bit. And I had a lot of discomfort in it. And I had to kind of work through that discomfort. And as I've done that, I've come to see the truth of agreements versus expectations. So an expectation is believing that something will happen in a certain way or that someone will think, act, feel, or respond in a certain way. Expectations are the pictures we paint. You can go back and listen to that podcast, Painted Pictures and Christmas Lights, to kind of understand what I'm saying there. AA says that expectations are resentments waiting to happen. With some people, expectations show up as boundaries. So this sounds like you can blank. You can't blank. Don't do blank or do blank. Some folks word their boundaries that way, and those are expectations. Truth, here comes a two by four, whack. Expectations are not helpful in relationships or workplaces or classrooms or communities or in our world. That's your mind being blown right there. Hear that? My fellow drill sergeant parents and partners, my fellow recovering control freaks, 
Those of you who swim in the pool of planning and controlling and micromanaging, take a deep breath with what I just said. Shake the head one more time and stop. Don't turn me off or tune me out or start typing a comment yet. You may be thinking to yourself, without expectations, how does someone know what to do? What's okay? What's not okay? What I need, what I want. How do people know what the boundaries are? How do people know what the rules are? Without expectations, what will become of relationships and workplaces and classrooms and communities and worlds? Those were the thoughts that were racing in my own brain when I heard that expectations weren't helpful. As a therapist, I've taught people to have them. You know, the best way to have a good relationship is to know what you're getting into and to express those expectations, right? So this really literally blew my mind. And again, there was some discomfort in it for me. Here are some things to consider, though. Here are the things that I had to actually consider. Expectations are typically unspoken. So they're a belief that we have of how we should think, feel, act, respond, how someone else should think, feel, act, or respond, or how a circumstance or event should go or shouldn't go. So it's a lot of shoulding everywhere all over the place, on ourselves, on others, on circumstances, on events. And that shooting is happening without speaking about it, without talking about it. Another thing to consider is that expectations are one-sided. I have certain expectations of myself or I have certain expectations of her or him or them. Even if and even when you communicate your expectation with someone else, well, I will, period, or you will, period. It still is one-sided, even if it's, okay, well, we're just going to da-da-da-da-da. I'm just going to, you should just, it's still one-sided. So then what? And this is where I was at. Okay, you've taken everything I've known and loved and cherished and held tightly in both hands away from me. Now what? How do we express what we need? How do we express what we want? What we're okay with? What we're not okay with? Consider doing that with agreements. In my world, Agreements and boundaries are the same thing because the way I word boundaries are with agreements. And that's a love and logic thing from being a love and logic facilitator. Not everybody does it that way. That's how I've always set boundaries is through agreements. So to me, they're the same thing. Basically, agreements sound something like, what is it that you're wanting and needing? Here's what I'm wanting and needing. What can we agree to? In relationships, it's a win-win or a no-deal, like discussed in a previous podcast as well. I think it's like top 10 ways to be an awesome partner or something like that. You can go back and listen to that win-win or no-deal situation. But it's, what do you want and need? Here's what I want and need. What can we agree to? Now, identifying what you expect from someone or something can lead to the agreement. It's an okay starting off point sometimes. So for example... Our family's just about to go to Disneyland. We go every time a kiddo turns five in that year that they're five, because that's when Disneyland is just super magical. And so our youngest boy is turning five. Well, turned five in October. And so we're going to Disneyland. We asked our kids what one thing they wanted to have happen on the trip, no matter what, what's one thing that you're looking forward to the very, very most, okay? That's an expectation. These are things they've already thought in their heads. They've already come up with. They haven't been spoken. We're speaking it, but it's still an expectation. So as we're talking with the kids and they're talking about, you know, what one ride they want to go on or what one thing they want to do, one of our kids even mentioned they just they want to swim in a hotel pool. I'm thinking, are you kidding me right now? 
Like we can swim in a hotel pool here. We don't. <laughs> so we ask them, okay, what's the one thing? And then we as parents can let them know what we can agree to, given the time frame that we have, given the budget that we have. Okay, here's what you're expecting. Here's what we can agree to. And then that becomes an agreement. Can we agree that we can blah, 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 blah. Okay, let's agree to make sure that we da, 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 da. It becomes an agreement from an expectation. Okay. Agreements may even sound like, you know what? I can absolutely agree to blah, 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 as long as da, da, da happens. So, hi, friend that lives down my street. I have 23 children. Can you watch them for the next nine hours? And you're like thinking in your head, are you kidding me? I don't have 23 children. I only have two because 23 children would make me crazy. I don't know if I could even watch them, but I don't want to say no because I'm supposed to be like giving and ministering and connecting and all those kinds of things. So what am I even going to say? What that sounds like is, you know what? I can absolutely agree to watching nine of your children for three hours. Now, of course, that's a huge exaggeration. No one on the planet is asking to watch 23 children. Maybe if you're a teacher and a fellow teacher is like, hey, can you keep an eye on my class? Then maybe they're asking to watch 23 children. But basically, you're coming in with what you can agree to, what you can do. I can absolutely come over at such and such a time from this time to this time. That can absolutely happen. You betcha. It also can sound like I am more than happy to blank. I'm more than willing to blank. You know what? Feel free to blank once blank has happened, just as long as blank goes on. Okay. This is a love and logic strategy. For those of you love and logic urge, you're like, oh, that sounds a little bit familiar. All right. So I'm more than happy to feel free to I'm more than willing to or I can absolutely agree to do this. So let's play this out in real life. Because like I said, who has 23 kids, right? Except for teachers. You guys have got like 32, some of you. Bless your heart. Let's say wife typically works Friday nights and husband's used to her working Friday nights and not being home. Let's say all of a sudden she doesn't have to work a Friday night in the week. And so she decides, I want to surprise my husband. I'm going to get a babysitter. I'm going to go get takeout or I'm going to make an amazing meal. We're just going to have the night to ourselves. So she starts to build these expectations, right? Of how amazing this night's going to be, of how this is going to make her feel, of how it's going to make her husband feel, of how fun it'll be. She starts to build all these expectations, okay? Maybe she swings by somewhere and gets a new shirt or, you know, for me, it'd be like, oh, look at these new pajama pants that I bought to sit and watch Netflix or whatever, right? So she's building all these expectations. Friday night comes. She's already got the kids over to the babysitters. Husband's coming home from work, walks in the door and sees like there's no children. Here's wife. She's looking awfully nice. He can smell that she's cooked or that she's gotten some takeout. And he automatically like goes into panic mode. Oh my gosh, did I forget that it's our anniversary tonight? Is this her birthday? Was it the first day that we dated? Was it the first day that I gave her a present that we're celebrating? What are we celebrating here? What's going on? Like he's in panic mode. She can see it on his face. And she's like, surprise. Kids are at the babysitters and it's just a night for us. And husband's face just like all of a sudden is in this freak out mode and says something to the effect of, babe, I, I have that scout camp tonight. I just came home to shower real quick and we're packing up and we're, I'm not even going to be home tonight. Or he may be coming in the door with his own expectations of just chilling, sitting and watching the game or sitting and playing a game on his phone or hanging out with the kids or whatever. He may have his own expectations and it's like, oh, babe, I 
honestly, I just want to veg. I don't want to do all of this hoop jumping with, you know, the dinner and the whatnots. Like I, I just, I had planned on vegging. Then she's devastated. He's devastated. Doesn't go well. Right. So some of you guys are like, Oh my goodness. Is she a fly on our wall? And how is it that she's reading our minds? Other of you are like, that would never happen. Whatever. Anyway, so that's the story. Okay. That's all about expectations. If we come into a space of agreements, what that could look like is wife knows that she's got Friday night off. Wife calls husband and says, Hey, I got this Friday night off. I have a surprise that I want to have happen on that Friday night. I'm just double checking with you. Can we agree that Friday night is a me and you night? Can we agree to that? Husband says, oh, babe, I would love to. I've got that scout camp on Friday night. Or, oh, honestly, this week has been really, really stressful for me. I would love Friday night to be just a veg night where we just kind of chill. Can we do it Saturday night? And then wife has the opportunity to kind of think about Saturday night. And, and then it gets to be agreements. Sure. Yeah. Let's, let's agree that Saturday night then is just us. Okay. I can agree to that. Then when all of that other stuff happens and the surprise happens and he walks in the door, he's aware, oh yeah, surprise is happening tonight. He can be completely present with her. She's already made all those other plans and knows that he's going to be there present with her, right? So that's the difference between expectations and agreements. God in my world and in the religion I practice is all about agreements. People argue with that. People argue with that thought and people argue with that idea. But I would challenge you to really study the interactions that God has with us, his kids. God does not outline all of his expectations and then say, period, the end, that's it. God says, here's what I can agree to as long as you agree to this. Even in regards to his rules and his commandments, those are choices. We don't have to do those things. That's not the plan we picked. At the end of the day, you're making an agreement of sticking with something or not. And he's making an agreement with you. They're not outlined as expectations. They're agreements. Every single one of them. Now, yes, some of those agreements are you're more than welcome to whatever. You're more than welcome to enter into my house within my religion. We call that the temple. As long as you agree to da-da-da-da-da. But if I don't agree to da-da-da-da-da, then he's not going to keep up his end of the agreement. That's not about expectations. That's about agreeing. I dare say, and I'm watching for lightning in the sky right here. <laughs> I dare say that any expectation can be made into an agreement. I dare say that. Challenge me on it. Send me comments or an email or something like that and say, mm, what about da-da-da-da-da? I dare say that if we really looked at it and we really pulled the onion back, we could find a way to make that expectation into an agreement. Here's one of the many benefits of agreements, one of my favorites of agreements, if not my favorite, maybe. Agreements feed our control centers. We all have them. We are hardwired to want agency. We are hardwired to want control of our own lives. If we get a voice or if we have a choice or if we can decide if something can work for us or not through agreements, that part of our brain is fed and we don't go looking elsewhere, which means that if we can enter this space with our coworkers, employees, employers, spouses, children, we can have some really connected relationships without controlling or without feeling controlled. Now, you may be saying, wait, what? 
as an employer, I'm supposed to have agreements and not expectations. Mm, I'm the boss. I need them there at a certain time. I need them to do certain things. Okay, make those agreements. Hey, can we agree that you'll be here by eight o'clock every morning? If that individual says, no, eight o'clock doesn't work for me. Nine feels more like a fit. Ten feels more like a fit. You don't have to agree to that. But it sounds a lot different than you will be here at eight o'clock or you will be fired. It sounds different. Can we agree that you come in at eight? Mm, It doesn't work for me. I think nine o'clock works better. Okay. Well, you're more than welcome to work here as long as you can be here by eight o'clock. Is that something we can agree to? Well, yes. I mean, if I have to. Great. See you at eight. Because then when they show up at nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, because that's when they rolled out of bed, it can be, hey, we agreed that you'd show up at eight o'clock and you have been showing up at nine. So I don't think this is going to work out. So that's like an employee situation with kiddos, with spouses, all these things can be agreements because then again, it feeds all of our control centers. Those parts of our brains that have that control piece gets fed in the agreements. So then we don't have to go looking for it anywhere else. Then our kids don't decide, you know what? Forget you. I'm going to do whatever the heck I want because you've controlled my entire life. Or then we as spouses don't feel like, oh, she doesn't let me do anything or he doesn't let me do anything. It really is the better road to take. So let's commit. Let's commit to take the expectations we have of ourselves, of others, of circumstances. Let's see how those expectations can become agreements. I am telling you, relationships, workplaces, classrooms, communities, congregations, where agreements lie are spaces where connection flourishes. Enjoy the journey, brave the battle, embrace your human one agreement at a time. Big news. I have written a book, an ebook. This is uncharted territory for me, but I'm leaning into what Father has told me to do. So here we go. <laughs> this book is called Ministering Through Connection. You can get a free copy chapter by chapter by going to my website and by clicking on the little pop-up that happens at the bottom middle of the page. Stick with it. I'm still ironing the kinks out of that. But when it pops up and you go to enter your name, if it shifts down a little bit, stay with that pop-up. Put your information in there so that you can get chapter by chapter ministering through connection. Thank you.